The Jazz. High schools. Also, going to take it on the quarterback draw. He's to the 30, the 25, makes the move to the 20, 15, 10, 5. He's into the end zone. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Number four of my best non sports sports wife carrying. It's the full court press with Eric Franson, 1069 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Eric France and Jason Walker. You're on the Full Court Press on a... What is today? Wednesday? It's a, it's a Wednesday, allegedly. It's Wednesday. It's all blurring together. But, uh, yeah, a lot of fun things to talk about today. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, high school football. We are just about a week away, a little over a week away. We'll begin our first preview with uh, the Mountain Crest Mustangs, we've got other coaches lined up that will be uh, talking about their schools and their seasons upcoming in the next uh, couple of days, so stay tuned for that. Uh, today we're going to reveal number 13 in our top uh, top 25 Aggies of 2022. Uh, so that's coming up. We'll focus on the tight end position today uh, for Utah State football as uh, their first scrimmage is coming up on Saturday at 11. Continue to remind you about that. Um, and we we had so much fun yesterday, we totally forgot to do our stat that blew our minds and our player of the week. So we'll get to that today as well. But um, uh, as we mentioned, we're we're starting to turn our focus to high school football. The season for high school football begins next week. And so uh, today in studio here, we have a chance to uh, catch up with uh, Ryan Visser, head coach of the uh, Mountain Crest Mustangs. And we had coach in here, when was that? Was that uh, June, early June, mid-June? I think early June, if I remember right. Yeah, yeah. you had uh, been here for a little bit. You hadn't spent a lot of time with your team just yet. No, we uh, you know, got here end of May, so it was pretty early, a few weeks at most. So what's what's the biggest thing that you've noticed since the last time we spoke to you and you've had a lot of time Working with your team, getting ready for game one next Friday. Yeah, I honestly would say number one is they're a great group of kids. Like, honestly, just a lot of fun to be around and great kids. Obviously, really good athletes, but I've really just enjoyed being around them. Good good group of guys. Yeah, so hopefully I don't ask too many questions that were asked last time because you, <laughs> you came in uh, probably a couple weeks before I joined on yep. with the Full Court Press. So uh, hopefully I don't ask too many repeat questions, but – I guess uh, I know one thing is that, you know, talk about this being like the third coaching staff in three years, I believe. Yep. Not a ton of recent success. Kind of how do you get the kids to buy in some of these, you know, seniors and juniors who have seen three coaching staffs already? Yeah, that was a, you know, big question coming in is, you know, that's a lot of mental uh, strain on a, a group of kids, uh, three coaching staffs and three groups. And we really came in. Uh, you know, expecting to have to sell our culture. And, again, going back to just being a great group of kids, honestly, they jumped right in. And, you know, I we could have unveiled any kind of offense and defensive philosophy they would have bought in. They were just a really good group of, of kids. And they just they want, a, they want some stability. They want some direction. They want some unity. They want that family feel. And they're just waiting for someone to kind of say, hey, guys, I'm here for you. I, I want to be here. We all want to be here as a staff. We're here for you guys. And buy into the culture we're trying to build 
that this is your guys's team and we're just going to help you build it and and they have honestly that that part of this has not been an issue which is great when you approach a team uh and you come onto the scene with uh, with mountain crest there's been changes each coach had a different philosophy that's yep. come in you've had a different philosophy than the two predecessors looking at what you have there i mean it's it's your job really to evaluate the talent you have and put those players in the best positions possible so have you had to like move players around based on how you want to run things or are you changing your philosophy a little bit based on the talent that you have in front of you you know a little bit of both we uh we took some time to evaluate the talent we had and what they were good at to kind of formulate the the philosophy of offensive defense that we were going to play but you know it's it's high school football and numbers are always something you want more of and we've you know had to ask a few guys hey you need to learn this position you really haven't done much of but we think you know uh after evaluating you that we think you'd be good at this and give it a shot for us and again all the kids attitudes have been great about that kind of thing so a little bit of both so somebody's chiming on the text line he's asking me if i can ask you about coaching eight-man football is that something that's in your background <laughs> is that what we, what we were doing in wyoming uh, or it's funny i don't know where that one came from no big piney is is 11-man football okay so. i wasn't sure like if he knew something that well, i didn't we uh we're going to move to yeah uh big piney is kind of the it's a boomer bust kind of an oil gas town and right now it's it's a bust and so literally every year while i was there three years i was the head coach there we we're losing significant amount of population which is you know just crazy especially for you know cash valley just growing like crazy so yeah they're playing nine man this this coming season hopefully just for two years and then they'll go back up but yeah they uh they were losing some population but my three years there we were always 11 yeah so i guess you had some success at big pine i think yep. you win like six and three five and three or six and four something like yep. that uh so decent amount of success how do you expect that to kind of translate Coming back here at Mountain Crest, what are you trying to take from there to here? Well, you know, football's football, and I honestly, I'm, I'm, I would never uh, take back, you know, those three years at Big Piney taught me so much, and I think small, small school football, you learn a lot. You have to get very creative, and you have to really, really uh, hit the whiteboard on on trying to scheme up stuff. So I learned a lot, uh, but football's football. I think. Uh, a school like Mountain Crest, it's just nice because obviously you have a lot more athletes and you have a lot more depth than what I'm used to. And uh, uh, But the biggest thing I'll take away from Big Piney that I think is going to help me is, again, you have to adapt your, your philosophy and your team to what your team's good at and then do it. And uh, it's okay to, to change that year to year. Uh, Big Piney, we, we literally switched up everything every year because you had to do what your athletes were good at. You, you talked about you know, uh, what you are good at and what the experience that you do have, and it looks like there's you know, quite a few guys coming back from last year on yeah. offense. Yes. So there's a lot of experience there. Um, how are they integrating with how you normally like to run an offense or how much have you had to kind of uh, reteach them um, to, to, to get the most out of what you're hoping to get? Well, we are implementing a, an offense that Mountain Crest is not familiar with for a while. We're more of a spread, um, tempo, and uh, going where the defense has given us space and grass and numbers. And all of that philosophy is a little bit different than what our guys are used to. So there's been a, a learning curve there of teaching the guys, but they've been uh, great about it. Casey Cross is a quarterback, smart kid, a really, really talented junior. And he's he's been great about uh, captaining the, uh, the offense. He's got, a, like you said, a really good crop of seniors that have experience. 
and that's helped a lot. And uh, everything we've implemented, they've been great about learning and, and getting it down. So that's kind of interesting because when I think of Mountain Crest, I think of a uh, you know hard nosed run team, yep. uh, lots of defense, you know, six to three games, yep. that that kind of thing. So I guess you're you're expecting you know, with the spread offense and tempo, you're expecting to, you know, instead of a six to three game, maybe like a 35-31 game, maybe. And and you know, there's obviously always that misconception of of spread and tempo means maybe more finesse and and speed and not physical. I, I think we can still be very physical. We want to be physical. It's just now instead of letting the defense breathe, we're just going to keep running them at it. So we're still going to hopefully keep that brand of, of Mountcrest, blue-collar football, you know, these country boys right out in the fields. Uh, it's just a little bit uh, of, of a tweak that we think that's going to give us an advantage of, of that tempo and space. Again, we're talking to uh, Ryan Visser. He is the head coach of the Mountcrest Mustangs, and uh, we we – Kind of gave a brief uh, explanation of where you've come from. You spent some time up in Wyoming, but you're a Cache Valley boy. Yeah. Uh, spent time at, at Preston. And what's it been like for you now being back in the Valley for a couple of months and uh, getting things going and putting together your coaching staff and just feeling back in uh, Cache Valley again? Yeah, real fast. You know, we love Cache Valley. Me and my wife are from Preston. We both went to Utah State, and we're thrilled to be back. You know, it's a beautiful, beautiful place, and uh, I think anyone – knows that's lived in other parts so there's something about cash valley that usually calls you back and so uh when this opportunity opened up we were very excited to come back home uh as far as coaching staff i feel like we honestly did our due diligence took our time and really tried to get a staff that would uh help these boys as much as possible and and uh be invested and yeah we're really excited we got a a few mc alum that uh mountain crest uh, uh folks will, will recognize their names We've got a couple uh, really experienced, good coaches from uh, the area and a bunch of new faces and younger guys from the area that are going to bring a lot of new life. As a whole, it's a, it is a very new coaching staff to Mountain Crest, but again, some of those faces maybe aren't aren't so new. So you mentioned kind of having a lot of returning starters, I mean, especially on offense, but they're you know, returning starters from like a two and nine teams. These kids, they, they took their lumps and kind of struggled last year, so like, What's the step for them going from performing like a two and nine in terms of results to, you know, taking the next step and being more consistent and getting some results? Well, the, the hope is right that they they got that taste in their mouth and they and they want it out and they've learned some good lessons and they're ready to improve. And I've told them like, this is not some impossible task, guys. Um, lots of teams uh, are like this where they don't have maybe a, a, a super deep senior class. A lot of juniors are playing. They take some lumps, and now they're ready to roll the next year. And uh, they've been successful all growing up. For the juniors and this year's juniors uh, and last year's seniors, they've been very successful growing up. Um, so losing is not a habit to them. It's not like, oh, this is just our identity. Uh, so we're hoping that they're able to, to learn those lessons and right the ship. We talked about the returning experience that you have on offense, but uh, what about developing that depth and, and to trying to do things on defense yeah. for you? Defense, we, we do have a lot more holes, but uh, I think we're going to be fine defensively. We've got some really good team speed as a whole. we got some guys that really like to fly to the ball. A lot of the uh, juniors this year are going to fill in for that defense along with some seniors. Uh, our, our defense is an attacking defense. It's It's multiple. It's kind of like a 4-2-5, but we're very multiple and able to adjust 
to whatever the offense is throwing at us, and we like to attack. We we don't want to be passive and just sit back. And I think we got the dudes to to do our scheme that we've came up with. So I've talked about having you know there's some recognizable names coming back from last year's teams. Who are some of the new guys that you think are going to make a big impact uh, this upcoming season? That we the names we haven't heard yet. Well, as far as some new names, uh, some of these juniors. You got Dax Benson. He played a little bit at the end of the year. He's going to be uh, our outside backer and play some some slot receiver. And he's a big physical kid. loves to loves to hit. Um, Thatcher Phelps. A uh, very shifty, speedy receiver, another junior uh, that will be playing receiver and some DB for us. Um, and goodness, there's so many. Dante McMurtry, he played some varsity last year, but he's kind of an unknown for probably a lot of people. He's got some lightning quickness and speed. He'll be like some running back for us and be kind of a one-two punch with Carson Olsen coming back as a senior. I, I, I do have to shout out Carson. He's definitely not a new uh, person, of uh of interest for uh Mount Chris football but he's he's uh already showing again he's going to be a force of that that middle linebacker position for us uh Casey again new quarterback uh junior and uh he's been really solid so far for us uh gosh there's so many uh Landon Buse another receiver he's a senior and he's kind of bided his time and really worked hard and it's it's going to show again uh this year um Xander Ryan, another senior that hasn't played a lot of varsity, but another very quick, shifty receiver for us in DB. Uh, Will DeCorver, a really rangy safe safety, has got uh, great speed, along with uh, Jackie Bite- Bitten, another safety with great, great speed. Uh, it's going to play some wide out for us. So those are some of the names. Line, our offense line's about all new, or uh, about all uh, the same. Uh, Jorgen Miller, Nick Tolbert. Uh, Hunter Hammer, uh, uh, Jorgen's little brothers joining him, Xander Miller this year, and Tayson Anderson filling it out. And most of those guys have varsity experience, so that's going to be a great to lean on. Uh, there were the Mountain Crest Mustangs looking at the your uh, non-region schedule. Yep. It's getting underway this next week. We're going to make the road trip down to Hurricane. Yeah. Uh, but beyond that, um, you're facing a lot of teams in your non-region where they weren't really strong last year. They didn't really struggle. They're kind of middle of the road, a lot of them. Mm-hmm. And when you look at their records from a year ago, and I know things change from year to year, but these are teams that look like you can be competitive with and have some chances with. And you've got some good rivalries that maybe not – People fully recognize but the Box Elder game is a historic rivalry with the Mustangs. And you got a, a Region 10 team, which Region 10 and Region 11 are the only 4A schools or regions in the state. So there's some opportunities there to, to, to build off of maybe even a future uh, playoff game that you could see coming up this uh, later in the fall. Yeah. Uh, to start, you know, the trip down to Hurricane, that's going to be fun. Uh, it's going to be dang hot and. We're getting the guys already pumped full of liquid IV and <laughs> and ready to go. And, yeah, you're right. That uh, could be a preview for even playoff. And then, yeah, we got a bunch of non-conference 5A schools. And, you know, you're right. First of all, yes, high school football literally is a year-to-year sport. So some of those schools, you know, all of them about 500 teams, I expect half of them to be winning records, half of them losing records. That's kind of how football goes. But 
from last year, anyways, it's a lot of very tough, but yes, winnable games that we, as a coaching staff, we're taking it week by week. But yeah, there's no game that it's like, oh man, this one might be a little rough. We're playing a, a, a giant 6A school that's uh, just just number-wise and, and depth-wise, we're not going to be able to run with them. No, all these teams, we're, we're going to match up pretty well. So I'll ask you a bit of a rounded question, kind of see if a bit of what kind of coach you are. Okay. okay, it's fourth and one. You're on the opponent's 38-yard line. You going for it? <laughs> uh, well, some coaches might be, you know, be listening to this, so I don't want to pre- preview too much because uh, I, I would like for them to find that out on Friday. But uh, <laughs> That's fair. I have said we, we are an aggressive team. I do not, uh, I do not like the word passive. We, we're going to take chances. We're going to be aggressive. Coach, wish you the best of luck. Uh, I know we've had uh, a few little changes with our broadcast crews, uh, but we we're excited for the uh, the crew that we've put together for Mountain Crest that will have every game covered for the Mustangs. It'll be on 107.7 KLZX. Uh, Jake Ellis did some games for us last year. He's going to be uh, expanding his role. John Olson, who's coached at the high school level multiple years, so he knows the game. So we're excited to hear them call the games for you guys and see what this uh, Mountain Crest team looks like this upcoming season. Awesome. Yeah, we – and I, I don't just say it to say I love how Cache Valley supports their local teams, and I love just that spirit that is in this valley for all of, all these teams. And, yeah, I'm really excited for the coverage and excited for people to come out and support us on Friday. Uh, it's next – Next uh, Friday is when it gets going. Yeah, crazy. It's I mean, here. <laughs> I know. I know Utah starts early, but I feel like this year is exceptionally early. It's it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I was surprised when when Eric, I'm I'm calling games too. He's like, all right, so it starts on the twelfth, and I'm like, holy cow. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's yes. a shorter summer, but it's awesome. Well, coach, thanks for coming in. I appreciate you taking the time to come down and visit with us in person. Uh, and uh, people can follow him on Twitter. You were sharing some pictures late last night about the new helmets. Yes, um, my wife has been telling me I need to, you know, get more into the social media. It's the, the language of our our youth, right? So, we even created a new Instagram for the football team, and we'll put highlights every week on that. We've got we're embracing it, right? You you, you got to embrace the new world. So we got a videographer that's going to be doing highlights every game. We'll be posting a lot, and yeah, you know, this is stuff kids get excited about: the new uniforms, new helmets uh just a lot of new stuff and a lot of fun stuff that we've done over the summer just to build that team camaraderie and and team spirit we i'm like all right i gotta get this out in the media so that the kids can share it that's what they do these days (laughs) yeah you gotta take all those selfies like you know again i I guess i can't relate too much to the kids but (laughs) i'm 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 getting to the point where i'm a little more far removed i can still remember high school but it's like (laughs) Yeah. Ten, it's like 10 years now. Uh, same, same. Yeah. Well, as a, a proud Mountain Crest alum, look at where I'm definitely excited to see this new era for the Mustangs and wish you the best of luck. Awesome. Thank you, guys. All right. That's Coach Ryan Visser, uh, head coach of the Mountain Crest Mustangs. And uh, we'll have other coaches here on the Full Court Press over the next uh, couple of days as we preview and get ready for Region 11 football and uh, remind you about where you can follow the games and all of these teams as every Region 11 school has its own dedicated broadcast team on its own dedicated station and games being video streamed on Cash Valley Daily as well. A quick timeout here in the Full Court Press. When we come back, we'll get into our top 25 Aggies of the 2022 football season, number 13 on our list, coming up next.
Who do you turn to if you want to change out your wood or pellet stove? Advanced Fireplace and Stove. They were voted the gold medalist for Best of Northern Utah for the second year in a row in the Fireplace Retrofit category. Be ready when the government's next wood and pellet replacement incentives pop up. Advanced Fireplace can help you navigate the paperwork. For more information, call Advanced Fireplace and Stove, 752-7272. Online, advancedfireplaceandstove.com. Preston Golf and Country Club is now taking registrations for the Preston City Amateur to be played August 5th and 6th. You may pick up your tee time on Friday the 5th. Saturday, you'll be paired within your flight by score with the best scores teeing off last. Entry fee is $76 for the event and does not include cards. There will be hole prizes on every hole on both days of the tournament. To register, please contact a pro shop and schedule your Friday tee time. Call 208-852-2408 now to get your preferred starting time. Elements has delicious lunch specials, two for $30 or the new soup, salad, and bread special for just $10. It's tasty and quick. Elements lunch menu is full of scrumptious items prepared with a personal touch. Wood-fired pizzas are an excellent choice that include barbecue chicken and the bee's knees. The fresh-battered halibut fish and chips with seasoned fries is always a hit. And don't forget the fan-favorite Munster Burger. Casual or professional, open Monday through Thursday, 11.30 to 8 p.m. and Friday and Saturday, 11.30 to 9 p.m. Visit the Elements restaurant.com for reservations today don't get caught without power to your home or business this is tyler with golden spike electric we offer generac backup generators to keep your home or business warm avoiding frozen pipes loss of valuable food or even a flooded basement golden spike electric is certified and factory trained so you know it will be installed right and properly maintained contact golden spike electric so you'll never be without power again online at gsegenerators.com. We also service other brands, Golden Spike Electric and Generac, power you can count on. Cache Valley Ear, Nose, and Throat, the Allergy Clinic, and Hearing Aid Center are now located in Providence and Cache Valley's newest and most up-to-date medical clinic located at 2245 North, 400 East in North Logan, just south of Cache Valley Hospital. The entire staff and Dr. Benyon, Blotter, and Robinette look forward to helping you and your family at this state-of-the-art medical facility. Cache Valley Ear, Nose, and Throat is now located in Providence and their new office at 2245 North, 400 East in North Logan. Go to CacheValleyENT.com for details. Most insurance products, including SelectMed, are accepted. This is Ryan at My Mattress. A mattress store recently closed right next door to our Riverdale location. Most people have said how awesome that is for us. I think I disagree. At My Mattress, we love competition. We love it if you shop other places, but also give us a shot. Shop online or go to other stores, maybe even a warehouse sale, but come into My Mattress because we want our shot at winning your business. Come into My Mattress right now and see if better sleep and better pricing are what you'll find. This is Nate Lamson with Valley Office Systems, your home team when local matters. Valley Office Systems is your local provider for all things office, copiers, printers, furniture, and document management. Proudly serving Cache Valley since 2007. Visit valleyofficesystems.com. The Aggies, Jazz, High Schools, even the Pee Wee's T-Ball team. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, The Fan. Oh, back to school time is upon us. And that can be stressful. But don't make your vehicle part of that stress. You're worried about back to school shopping and so much more. But don't forget about your car. Valvoline Instant Oil Change across from Angie's will get you in and out quickly. 695 North Main in Logan. Uh, Again, big thanks to Coach Ryan Visser coming down and joining us here in person. 
Um, I had a chance to interview him uh, in uh, June, early June, just shortly after he had arrived. And so he's had a little bit more time with his players and has developed his staff. And excited to hear kind of how that progression is being made as a new head coach here. He's not a first-year head coach in general, but he is new to Mountain Crest. And an interesting challenge, right? There's a, this, this is a school and, and players uh, learning a new system for the third time uh, in three years. So that, that can be a challenge. Yeah, and it's, an, and it's much more challenging for high school kids. Because, you know, the higher up you go, things get a little more complicated, but you do sometimes have more time uh, to learn them. And you have more experience, so it's a little easier for you to, you know, to learn new things because, you know, you've learned things before so you can get through the process. You'll understand the process of learning new systems. For these high school kids, they're trying to learn it, along with learning all the high school, you know, the stuff they're learning in, in the classroom. So it's just, and, you know, young minds, and it can just be terribly confusing and, and tough. And so, you know, they've got a lot of work in front of them, and hopefully the the coaches can get them to buy into their system, focus on what they're doing this year, as opposed to the last two or three years. And if they can do that, they'll they'll be successful at least to some degree. Well, the the advantage that Coach Visser has is he's got eight returning players, eight returning starters on offense. And while it is going to be a, a different style of offense, these are. These are guys who have had more time on the field, taking more snaps and more reps. So um, they they at least know how to play the game of football at this level, and uh, are you know giving a little bit of a, a shot to be more competitive, at least a better chance to be competitive. So excited to see how that looks with a very different system from what we've seen over the last several years. But it's not totally foreign. Uh, there were years in Mountain Crest's um, not too distant past where this style of offense worked very well for them. So I think those who have been around Mountain Crest Mustangs for a while should be excited for this new era of, uh, of football for the Mustangs. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I mean, the one year where I was kind of uh, in touch with the Mountain Crest uh, program, I did, I did one Mountain Crest football game and then I did the Mountain Crest basketball play-by-play uh, it was the year after they they split with Ridgeline, and it was it was a rough year. Um, and I think they've they've done a they've done a lot to kind of recover from that, rebuild their numbers, get used to being in four A as opposed to being a four A size school playing in uh, five or six A at the time. So it, it'll be nice to see them hopefully play well this season. Yeah. So um, again, those games will be on 107.7 KLZX with Jake Ellis and John Olson calling the play by play. Uh, and also video streamed on CashValleyDaily.com. Um, we need to get to our top 25 Aggies of 2022 for the upcoming season as uh, we continue to uh, get closer to who's number one on the list, focusing on the players that have the most impact for USU. And today, focusing on number 13. And to help us learn more about who this player is, Hall of Famer Al Lewis, voice of the Aggies, gives us the details. Number 13 on our Cash Valley Media Group's list of the top 25 Aggie football players is Patrick Joyner. He wears number zero, a junior who transferred to Utah State from the University of Miami and last year played all 14 games, made eight starts, and he was number 14 on the team in tackles. But look at the production. 29 tackles made, seven and a half were for loss, and three and a half sacks along with five quarterback hurries. 
not to be a surprise to us because actually he was a four-star prospect, the 23rd best prospect in his position, and number 38 in the entire country, according to a couple of the different recruiting services before he went to Miami, where he played in nine games in three years there. But boy, Utah State is grateful to have Patrick Joyner Jr. now playing at the defensive end and attack position. So number 13 on our list is Patrick Joyner Jr. Yeah, as Al detailed, uh, impact player who really got after opponents, uh, impacted what was going on in the backfield. Seven and a half tackles for loss for minus 39 yards last year. Yeah, really good. Obviously, he's going to be a guy that's going to be featured in the defensive attack. And that's that's weird when you think of this defense. They really attack. You know, they I believe they were one of the top teams in tackles for loss last year. I think maybe the top. They just had guys that were always attacking, getting into the backfield. And Joyner was one of those. Like I said, seven and a half tackles for loss, three and a half sacks. You know, despite having, what, only 29 tackles? That's that's not very many. Of course, it's a decent amount for a defensive end, you know, a rotation defensive end like he was last year. Um, so he'll step up and play a little bit more. He did start a lot of the games last year, but with Nick Henniger, Marcus Moore not, not being there as much, He'll step into a slightly larger role, potentially be one of the featured guys. Him and uh, oh, the other guy, uh, Byron Vaughns, could potentially be the two starting defensive ends. Uh, Daniel Grishik's going to be kind of in there. So there's kind of three defensive ends that they may be throwing around there and could create a very devastating attack on the edge for uh, Utah State's defensive line. Yeah, last year that was uh, one of the position groups that I was concerned about not knowing really how it was going to develop, how they were going to impact the game. A lot of unknown names. Uh, we just because Even Patrick Joyner, like, when he was in Miami, didn't have a lot of stats, Like didn't really produce a lot there, and was one of those cases where take him out of that situation, he comes to a place like Utah State, and he has an opportunity to blossom and flourish. And now this year, Hale Motuapawaka, Byron Vons, uh, Patrick Joyner Jr., now Daniel Grishik in the mix as well. That defensive front is going to be a real strength for Utah State, especially when I, when we saw how much more they impacted the game at the tail end of last year. A lot of those guys are back, and that gets me excited for how they're going to affect opposing offenses this season. Yeah, it's probably one of the units that you can argue got better this offseason. There's not too many units you can say that about Utah State. Uh, probably their defensive backs, probably a little bit. But others, you look at linebackers, offensive line, running backs, wide receivers. You can maybe say they could be better, but we don't know. The defensive front with all these guys they've got and Patrick Joyner among them, you could say they got better and will be one of the bigger impact parts of this team. So Patrick Joyner Jr., number 13 on our list in our top 25 Aggies of 2022. Uh, How do you feel about his placement on the list? Too high? Too low? Just right? Uh, Love to get your thoughts on that. 435-339-0321. We do have a couple of texts that have come through. We'll get to those. We need to take a quick timeout here first, though, on the full court press. And uh, we'll get answer your questions. A little bit more thoughts on uh, on uh, uh, Patrick Joyner Jr. on this list. Uh, but then also focusing on the tight end position for the Utah State Aggies. So that's coming up in about three and a half minutes. Grantham Mobile Automotive Repair is the guy's trained, he knows what he's doing, he's got the training, he's got the know-how, and he's mobile, right? So he'll come to you when you've got an issue where you need a car repair tackled quickly. Uh, Locally owned and operated, Grantham Mobile Automotive, 
comes to you when you need it, 435-229-4345. That's 435-229-4345. Monday, August 22nd, come help ignite the light with Alex Boyer as he performs a free concert at the Cache County Fairgrounds, bringing positive support to suicide prevention. Suicide affects all walks of life, backgrounds, and age demographics. Join Alex Boyer Monday, August 22nd for a free concert bringing attention to suicide prevention and a new national suicide and crisis lifeline. If you think you may need help or just want to talk with someone, call 988. Donations of any size are accepted and welcome to help make this event possible. Go to CashValleyIgniteTheLight.com for concert details and donation information. The outpouring of support for this event last year was unbelievable. Business and individual donations are vital for the 2022 event. Join Alex Boyer at the Cache County Fairgrounds Monday, August 22nd for a free concert bringing attention and positive support to suicide prevention. Donations of any size are accepted and welcome. Go to CashValleyIgniteTheLight.com for concert details and donation information. That's CashValleyIgniteTheLight.com. And thank you for making this event possible. I'm here with Mark Anderson from Anderson Seed and Garden. Mark, can you tell us a little about your experience with ChemDry of Northern Utah? You know, our carpets get really dirty at Anderson Seed and Garden, and we clean every January. Our timing is, is kind of difficult. I called Daryl, and he was amazing to work around our schedule. They came in and cleaned our carpets. They looked like brand new when they were all done, and uh, they've just been amazing to work with. It's back to school time. If you're involved in booster clubs, team sports, PTA, or any school organization, then the Logo Shop is your source for uniforms, fan gear, club t-shirts, anything customized with your school logo. It's the season to call the Logo Shop for custom t-shirts and uniforms for youth football, soccer, and other sports teams. The Logo Shop, committed to schools, teams, and youth groups. The Logo Shop. Bright Green Cars, that's the only thing you need to remember as you're driving down Main Street in Logan looking for Jarek's fine jewelry. Hi, this is Jarek. We have a lot of people comment on the Bright Green Cars outside, and some even talk about the building, but the overwhelming responses come when they step inside. Jarek's showroom was created to offer an intimate, romantic setting for couples to enjoy their ring-buying experience. Everyone is treated like a friend, with no price negotiation needed. Make your engagement special. Make it Jarek's. Come see us at 930 North Main in Logan. Just look for the bright green cars. For the second year in a row, Advanced Heating and AC is honored to be named Gold Medalist for Best of Northern Utah in the AC and HVAC category. They thank you for your support and vote of confidence in their company. You have many choices when it comes to your home's heating and air conditioning system. Make sure you choose the gold medal winning company, Advanced Heating and AC. Call 752-7272 or stop by their showroom west of DI online at advancedheating-ac.com. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Mountain West Motor. Every truck and SUV on their lot is unique. It's been customized, so you'll be ready for your next adventure. So go check it out so you'll be equipped with all the right gear like traction boards, rooftop tents, racks, outdoor jacks, and more. Go check them out at 615 North Main in Logan, or check out their website, mwmotor.com. So, uh, just again, Patrick Joyner Jr., number 13 on our list of top 25 Aggies. 
Uh, and I, I, I get really excited about that defensive front for Utah State. And frankly, they're going to need to be really impactful because there's questions about the linebacker position, at least right now. Maybe that gets resolved here and MJ Tafisi tears it up with A.J. Vongpachan. But there's some question about the depth at the linebacker position. But with that experience and talent on that defensive line, that's going to make their job a lot easier and allow those linebackers to grow without having too many growing pains, I think. Come on! <laughs> Come on! Supposed to be like an equal what, on What here. happened over there? You got real quiet for some. A someone, someone, I won't mention names, but his name rhymes with Derek. Uh, so, anyway, as I was, was really trying weird. to say before, somebody, somebody turned my mic off or forgot to turn it on. <laughs> forgot to turn it on. I'm just I'm still like upset over pick six. <laughs> That's what he's trying to do. This, on one of these pick six segments, he's just going to leave my mic off so that I can't, Wait, can't what? make my What'd pick. you pick? Can't hear you. Sorry. <laughs> can't record it. Did you pick over on this one? <laughs> um, I've almost forgotten what I was going to say. So much like the offensive line, if you have an, an, a great defensive line, it fixes a lot of problems. Or I should say it covers up a lot of problems, not fixes them. Right. Uh, there's a reason that there are there are two positions that will get picked number one overall in the NFL draft in 99 out of 100 drafts. It's quarterback and defensive end. That's not a coincidence. So you know, having great defensive ends fixes a lot of things, or again covers up a lot of things. Excuse me. Uh, good interior offensive or good interior defensive linemen, um, you know, really good as well. They help stop the run. Defensive ends really, you know, they're helping set the edge and especially. You know, rush the quarterback. Obviously, that's their most important job. So, if you're going to have a strength, you're going to want it in the defensive line. Um, if you're going to have a weakness, if you have to pick one, probably in the linebackers. Obviously, you don't want to have a weakness or a lack of depth at linebacker. But if you chose between having a weakness at the defensive line and a strength at linebacker or vice versa, you want what Utah State has. A stronger defensive line, maybe, you know, Bit of a weakness or lack of depth at linebacker. Well, and I would argue that there's uh, there's depth and, and strength in the secondary for Utah State this year. Yeah, so they're so they're two out of three right now in terms of their defense. So, you know, they should be all right. Um, maybe we can just be wrong. I hope we're not wrong, but I think they're going to be strong in two out of three main position groups on defense, and so their defense will hopefully be better than last year, where they're a bit weak at times. Uh, getting to our full court press text line. Appreciate those who texted in, and sorry we've been a little slow getting to you, but uh, we'll get to those now. Four three five three three nine zero three two one. If you want to weigh in as well, five three three eight. Earlier in the show said, if you guys are looking for a second home in Salt Lake, Quinn Snyder has listed his house for just a mere twelve point seven five million dollars. Oh, hold on, let me get out my wallet and count how much I got in here. Let's see. For just a second home. Yeah, That's just a, right just a second home. Let's see. Uh, zero. <laughs> you just moved. You can move again. <laughs> I moved so the rent would be cheaper. <laughs> it's a it's a little less than the mortgage would be on a twelve point with twelve point seven five million. Yeah. By the way, uh, late in last show, actually, somebody texted in like at the death of the show almost uh, asked uh, Eric, "Who's your new partner this year?" Oh yes, thank you. I was going to hit that earlier. It's me. 
It's a me. It's a me. It's Jason. Jason Walker. Jason Walker is my new co-host. Uh, Jason has helped us out in the past uh, doing play-by-play, as we kind of touched on earlier. Uh, he had you had some experience with Mountain Crest for a season, mostly with their basketball season. Yeah. Um, but uh, you've covered the Aggies. You've covered local high school sports. Uh, and so Jason and I have crossed paths many different times over the years. And, uh, yeah, excited to see the, this next chapter of the Full Court Press with Jason Walker in the mix. Yeah, lots of fun. Going to keep doing what I love. Love covering Cache Valley sports and great opportunity to do that here. And I'm told the new Open, which introduces you, is supposed to be done on Monday. All right. When we expand to two hours. Now, again, that's what I'm told. That's the rumors. That's the rumor. So we'll cross our fingers and toes and eyes and hope it comes to fruition. Will my mic be on after? <laughs> well, that's <laughs> still, that just depends on how pick six goes. <laughs> uh, five, six, three, four. Uh, what happened to Mountain Crest Coach last year? Um, from what I understand, uh, this and I don't know all the details, but this is a coach who came from Ohio, uh, came here um, with his girlfriend, wasn't married, didn't really have any family connections out here. Had some people he was familiar with in the area. That's why he took the job. But um, ultimately decided to go back to where he was more familiar with the community and and uh, and family and things like that. So uh, I, I don't I don't know all the details. I just know that um, he decided to go back closer to home. Yeah, well, and that can happen with. Uh... With coaches who come from outside the state, it'll happen to any program in any state if you get an out-of-state guy. I mean, Skyview had, um, I've somehow forgotten his name, um, the head coach they had for a few years, really successful, and he went back to uh, California, I think. California or somewhere in the Pacific. North- oh, right, West. yeah, former Aggie. Now his name's slipping my mind. But. Yeah, but he was kind of originally from uh, the Pacific Coast, and he went back there because, um, you know, that's where he's from. Yeah. That, that's what happens. People like going back to where they're from, um, and it's why – you know, we, we tend to have a lot of coaches around here that are from around here because there's familiarity. It's just yeah. kind of how it is in high school football. Coach Fisher grew up with uh, Preston High School. You go to Ridgeline, you got the Travis Cox, who's the coach there. He graduated from Mountain Crest. Uh, Logan Bart Bowen, he went to Bear River High School. Uh, at Bear River, a little bit different there. Trampas Waite comes here from Oregon, so he's a, he's a transplant. But um, but even coach, he has connections to the valley, right? He does. Uh, coach Ander, he's been around forever. Uh, graduated from Mountain Crest, coached at Skyview. Now he's coaching at Green Canyon. Coach Howell, coached at Ridgeline. Now he's at Skyview. So he's been here a while. So the he's from the state of Utah. He's got experience in the state of Utah. So the 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 region, the coaches in this region by and large are from the area, have pretty deep roots and connections to the area which I think makes it a lot of fun because yeah. it's they understand the history and they understand the rivalries. Yeah, and sometimes they know each other, which can create some fun rivalries, not necessarily mean-spirited rivalries. Some of these guys know each other and they, they get into it, but afterwards they shake hands and it's, you know, the right kind of rivalry where it's intense but not bad and mean-spirited. Although there was some, uh, there was some sauce between Logan and uh, Ridgeline last year, if I remember correctly. Coaches refusing to shake hands after a game. So yeah. as long as that doesn't last too long, it can be a little fun. But you don't want it spilling over and being, you know, you don't want bad blood. You like tension, but not bad blood. Right. Yes. Yes. Uh, Nine three one five. Uh, is there anyone on that Mountain Crest team that has a chance to play in college? 
Um, I got to be honest. I'm not as familiar with their squad right now with who they have coming back. Um, I, I I don't know. Last year, I kind of had a year off from covering high school football, so I unfortunately am much more limited in my knowledge. I would guess if there's anybody, it's probably on the offensive line. Yes, that would be if any position group that I would think maybe has that potential. That's that's where I would first look. Yeah. I think some of the last, I think the last guy who went to college that I remember from Mountain Crest was an offensive lineman. But again, I've, you know, my my heyday of covering high school football was like a three year stretch from like twenty eighteen to twenty twenty or something like that. So I'm a little behind, but we're about to dive right back into it. We'll get caught up. Yeah, we'll get caught up. Uh, all right, we're gonna take another time out here on the full court press. Uh, when we come back. Uh, we're going to talk about the tight end position uh, for Utah State. There's been some great tight ends historically at USU. What does this group look like now, and how does offensive coordinator Anthony Tucker plan to use the position this year? We'll, we'll uh, kind of dive into that next, and I'll always love to hear from you as well on our Full Court Press text line, 435-339-0321 on the Full Court Press. Cash Valley Bank's newest branch is now open in Preston. I'm Lance Zollinger, and I'm excited to announce Cash Valley Bank is now open inside Stokes Marketplace. If you're an existing customer, you'll love the convenience. If you're not a customer, we'd love to have you open a new account with us, or even talk with us about a loan for your farmer business. Cash Valley Bank, a community bank where decisions are still made locally, now open in Preston. Cash Valley Bank, member FDIC. Back to school time is here. You have a lot to do to get the kids ready, which includes new glasses. Crystal Vision can help. For a limited time, save 30% off frames and lenses for your child ages 18 and under. Plus, flex spending is due, so now is the time to get your order in. Send them back to school in style and save 30% off. Nobody has the style and fashion to choose from like Crystal Vision. Gold medal winner Crystal Vision on 14th North or online at crystalvision.com. Hi, this is James Stevens with White Pine Funeral Services. At White Pine, we value compassion, integrity, and service. We are committed to serving you and treating your family as our family. We will be here when you need us most to listen, to help, and to provide exactly what your circumstances require. At White Pine, we promise to dedicate our time and attention to you and your family. We invite you to come by and meet us. We're confident you'll feel a difference. S.C. Needham Jewelers is where Utah gets engaged. People from St. George to Rexburg drive to Logan to shop Utah's oldest jewelry store. And one major reason is price. When diamonds are compared up and down the Wasatch Front, S.C. Needham's is as low or lower than any store in the state. We compete with any 50 to 70% off sales, student discounts, or so-called wholesale prices. So when it's time for an engagement ring, come to the store where Utah gets engaged. Monday through Saturday, 10 to 7. S.C. Needham Jewelers, middle of the block, at the sign of the clock. Hey, it's Garrett Grantham with Grantham Mobile Automotive. Just like a plumber, just like an electrician, I come to your home. I am a master ASE technician, licensed, insured, and ready to come to you for your car repair needs. Right now, it is hot outside. From air conditioners to transmissions, I can take care of you. Give me a call, and I will come to you to get your car's AC running cold in no time. 435-229-4345. That's 435-229-4345. Four, three, four, five. 
Why schedule your appliance repair with Daryl's? Because we are factory trained and have experience in parts and stock to get your appliance fixed efficiently and quickly. Hi, I'm Brian, the service manager at Daryl's. We guarantee your satisfaction and promise to give you the five-star service you deserve. Remember, we can compete with their price, but they can't compete with our service. Daryl's, west on Airport Road. Open till 6 on weekdays, 5 p.m. on Saturdays. The Aggies, the Jazz, the High Schools, the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Napa Auto Parts is stocked up on the things that you need. There are five locations between Preston and Providence. And you can get a $20 rebate on the purchase of a Legend Automotive battery or starter or alternator, Napa Auto Parts. By the way, big shout-out to Coach Fister. He's still listening to the Full Court Press after he left the studio. We're, uh, the question was about uh, you know potential college-bound athletes on the Mustangs and uh, hit both of us up on the Twitter saying, yes, we have college dudes. <laughs> yeah, we we weren't sure because we aren't as familiar with the team, but obviously he's very familiar with his team and is obviously very confident that he'll have some guys going to college, and I have no reason to disbelieve him. They've sent multiple guys before. Yeah. So they, they have that history and have that potential. Yeah, like I said, they, they get some he has some beefy kids up there, so the offensive line, defensive line, and heck, obviously there's no reason they can't send skill position players either. So No, it's true. Uh, nine three one five. We skipped one of yours. Uh, your texts on our full court press text line. Somebody used to turn off Gary Coleman's microphone. Who would that be? I I don't know. I don't there, there's a mystery man weird. turning off the mics that aren't Eric France. Usually it's deserved, probably. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe not. Or maybe not. Uh, last segment here on the full court press. Want to turn back our attention to Utah State football, uh, the tight end position. Uh, there have been some great tight ends uh, come through USU uh, over the years, and uh, some of those have gone on to the next level. Um, and you know, what does the tight end position look like going forward for this season? Um, it, certainly there's going to be something new there. Uh, the, uh, the, the experience at that position is gone uh, by and large. And so what does it look like this year, and how does Coach Anthony Tucker plan to use the tight end position overall? Here's uh, his uh, response to that, and then we'll get into some of the players we think could stand out and help Utah State. At the tight end position, um, you know, I'm heavily dependent on having, you know, the tight end position. And the more they can do, the better. Um, at the end of the day, every tight end is a little bit different. I, you know, I still think it's probably the hardest. If you use a tight end um, the way that we do, the way that we want to, I think it's the hardest position to to recruit because they're responsible for so much. Um, they can be an extension of the of the, the offensive line in protection, um, in the run game. But you, you you like to be able to have tight ends that can do a little bit of everything. Um, that way. Uh, makes it a little bit harder on defenses. Makes it a little bit harder on you know when you're playing a personnel game, things like that. So um, I think there's you know with Carson graduating um, um, and Josh Sturzer who played at times last year has really had a, a solid. You have you have some young guys in there that that you you think have the potential to to be what it is that you you need them to be. And you, there, I, I feel like there's some 
some depth in there. Um, but again, it, the development process, I feel good where we are now. I'm excited to see where we can be um, with those guys because you have, you know, we got about five guys in there that, that all have different skill sets and things that you feel can develop and have developed but can continue to take those steps. So I'm excited to see see what they are. I, I don't think, uh, you know, ideally for what we do offensively, you don't want a guy that's kind of a one-trick pony um, because, the, you know, you know, Carson Carson got some targets and things last year. There were some things you can do, some 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 fun things you can do with the tight end um, to keep defense off balance, especially when you have a guy who can hold up in protection, a guy who can can uh, can hold up in the run game, and then also a guy that you can split out or a guy you can get involved in the pass game, things like that. Um, that's ideally what you want. So that's always our goal in, in developing those skill sets. So there's uh, Utah State offensive coordinator Anthony Tucker about the role of the tight end and. Yeah, there's a bit of a question here uh, coming to the season because Josh Sturger had some opportunities, but really it was Carson Terrell's show. Brock Lane looked like he was potentially going to be somebody who could come in and be a dynamic player, suffered an ACL injury, uh, but uh, a guy who was in position to compete for first-team snaps and likely could start to do that this year. Yeah, and I actually had Brock Lane in my top 25. I had him at the very edge there at 25, so I figured he'd probably be the starting tight end. Maybe it could be Sturzer. Uh, one thing is that you look at last year, if you exclude 2020 from this uh, stat that I'm about to put out, um, this is kind of an outlier. So if you exclude 2020, last year was the lowest number of receptions by USU's top tight end since 2009. Carson Troll caught 11 passes, and so that was the lowest since uh, Kellen Bartlett caught nine passes as a sophomore in 2009. Not a great year for tight ends in the passing game. Um, and Tucker actually touched, touched a lot on you know, the advantages of having a tight end, especially one who can block and you know, be a factor in the passing game. Mentioned keeping a defense off balance, uh, the personnel game. You know, If you have just a blocking tight end, well, the defense can put in whoever they want because they know what you're going to do. They know that he's just going to be part of the run game. He's not going to be a factor in the passing game. Uh, if you just have a passing, you know, tight end, then the defense knows what you're going to do too. If so, if you have somebody who can do both, the defense is constantly on its heels. What are they doing? Are they going to run it? Are they going to pass it? Uh, so that's the advantage of having a great tight end who can contribute in the run game and be a pass catching threat. You know, it's not a something that's crucial. Plenty of teams survive without that. But you know, it's like with the Patriots with Rob Gronkowski. Uh, he was amazing because he could do both. And, yeah. and George Kittle's kind of the same way, too. So if Utah State has one of those, it'll make the offense all the better. Uh, with, uh, let's see, uh, we'll, we'll, I'll get to Coach Fister's comments. He got back to us about college offers. But with less than a minute to go, we didn't get to our player of the week or a stat to blow our minds. So, Jason, one that stands out to you the most that you wanted to share. Um. Okay, so kind of in honor of Bill Russell, the stat that blew my mind, uh, he's the only player to play in at least 10 Game 7s in the playoffs and not lose a single one of them. That was also something that stood out to me. 21 games that were winner-take-all, he was 21-0 yeah. in all of those games. So that's Game 7s, I think Game 5, because they had that back then where they only played five-game series. But that's also NCAA, that's yeah. also the Olympics. 21 times he was in a winner-take-all game, and 21 times he came out victorious. Yeah, dude's a winner. Incredible. Dude Incredible. was a winner. That's the thing that he'll be known for is being a winner. And also, I have to give a shout-out to the GOAT, 
of uh, radio broadcasting, Vince Scully and play-by-play, 67-year broadcasting career. Just passed away last night. Incredible career for Vince Scully. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. We'll see you back here I'm tomorrow. Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. The Dodgers are a storied franchise. The team has seven World Series titles, and the organization is home to some of the all-time greats like Jackie Robinson, Sandy Koufax, Clayton Kershaw. But even with so much history, the most well-known Dodger could be somebody who never stepped on the field, at least to play, Ben Scully. Served 67 summers as the voice of the Dodgers. He was a great storyteller, national sports broadcasting treasure. Retired in 2016, unfortunately, Unfortunately, he passed away yesterday. Scully has been an important aspect of baseball's success over the years. He called Hank Aaron's home run, breaking Babe Ruth's record in 1974. Kirk Gibson's dramatic game-winning home run in 1988 in the World Series. Those moments will always live on. But having been on the call made it even more special. He brought energy to the ballpark. He was a master at his craft, and he truly cared about the game. Ben Scully, his presence will certainly be missed. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise.